Welcome to More with Mo. My name's Mo Reese. More with Mo is brought to you by the fine people at JulieLandRadio.com. Today, as always, I'm joined by the man who wants hot girls, Mr. Richard Avery. I don't even know what that means, but yeah, I do. I do like hot girls. Do you? Yes, I do very much. So you know that. What yeah. about not as hot girls? I like not so hot, lukewarm. What really, about really, really super girls? Dumb. Are you cool with ugly girls? Um, as long as they have a good heart and uh, can make me dinner. You I'm can't done. photograph a good heart. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. Well, today we brought in a very, very hot girl. I know, very, very, very hot. hot. Like, we brought back muy caliente. She's now a, a veteran of the show. She, this is her <laughs> second time being here. Miss <laughs> Bailey Rain. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Hey. She, so. Um, you, we we had you on. We talked. We got to know you. We got to know about you. And a couple different times, you you gave little uh, hint towards a coming attraction. <laughs> so yes. today, um, I had you on because I want to talk to you about this. I it's, I wouldn't call it a documentary, but docu series. I believe it's mm-hmm. what it could be referred to called "Hot Girls Wanted Turned On." Yes. And you were featured in one episode of this. Mm-hmm. Now, a little background for people who haven't um, heard anything about this. Hot Girls Wanted, the first one was a two-hour documentary, something like 90-minute documentary. It, it was a long one, yeah. Uh, about agencies and cam girls, and or not so much cam girls, agencies and performers. and well, One agency. One agency uh, <laughs> out of Florida, yeah. if I remember right. And it didn't, it didn't reflect so well on the industry. And they decided, we're going to come back and do another one, except for do this one in a multiple-episode series. Mm-hmm. Um, you were featured in which episode? I was featured in the third episode called third episode. Owning It. Owning It. Mm-hmm. So, um, give us a little synopsis of what your episode is about. Well, first of all, the, uh, the series is actually supposed to be more about human sexuality in the technology age. So it's not just about the porn industry. I've heard a lot of people um, were confused why certain things were included. It's because it wasn't just about porn this time. Um, my episode, Owning It, is about how um, girls can come out to L.A., start their own businesses, and make their career themselves. Um, you know, stay within their comfort zone, make sure they're uh, protecting their assets, um, you know, just trying to be, trying to make sure that the girls are knowledgeable about what they need to do to be successful in the industry when they come out. Okay. How were you approached to do this? How did they find you? Oh, my goodness. Um... I think December 2015 or January 2016, I got an email, like just a random email in my inbox. Uh, They saw my email on Twitter and they just reached out. They were like, hey, we're we're doing this new um, documentary series and they were super vague. I didn't know who it was or or, um, that it would be for Netflix. I was approached by Herzog and Company, which is the company that does a ton of documentaries. I think they did um, like the 60s, 70s, 80s for um, what? VH1? Uh, no. CNN. Yeah, CNN, oh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I was thinking I love the 60s, I love the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> like they do serious stuff. So, you know, when I met with them at their offices, like, I could tell that they were taking this very seriously. This would be something that, you know, would be, it, it would get a lot of time and effort and I would love to be a part of it because they don't, they don't do documentaries for uh, nobody. Like I, <laughs> I know, I know it wouldn't end up like on a small channel somewhere and 
I don't know, a place where no one would watch it. Like I knew it would be a great marketing idea to be involved anyway. So, sure. um, and it has been, it's, I've gotten a lot of great positive feedback from it so far. What made you, so was it just the, the, the level of the people that were creating it? What made you decide to actually do it? What was your, what was that moment where you said, yeah, I want this? Um, well, I was asked to be in the, I think the fifth episode, the cam girl one, but I couldn't find anybody to, <laughs> to meet with me. So I actually had to turn it down. I turned them down and, um, they came back to me with this idea for another episode about, um, you know, my other job, which was, uh, recruiting girls at the time. And I, that was a tough one. Like the camming one, I, I jumped right on. I was like, yeah, of course the other one, um, you know, coming out to LA, uh, bringing girls to LA and, and showing them the ropes. Like I knew that one would be a little more difficult because I would have to include the agency. And when you bring in other people, you can't always control what they do in front of the camera. So I was really nervous. Uh, it did take me a little while to, to jump on board. But again, you know, I knew that this would be advertisement. It'd be more advertisement than I could ever pay for. So I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> so from start to finish, how long did you actually shoot or how much? Yeah. How many days and how many hours of worth of time were you actually shot? I don't know. Um, we filmed, I, I filmed for probably six or seven months. Oh. Not every day, but yeah. Off and on, here we, and there, well, once a week. Well, we kept adding new things. Like, I kept telling everyone I was done, and then we would come up with a new idea, because as, as you probably noticed, um, the main girl, the original main girl, like, things went downhill pretty quickly. Yes. Um, so we kept trying to bring in new main girls. <laughs> And um, it just, it didn't really work out for us, but we kept adding, like, all right, we'll do three more weeks. Uh, we'll do three more weeks. Uh, well, let's bring in this girl. Like, all the girls that we brought in, um, they only featured, like, one of them, but I, th and I thought Selena looked really well in it. She, she was the girl that we brought in to kind of replace. <laughs> the other girl. Uh, the, uh, the, I don't want to name. The blonde girl. Yeah, the that blonde was, girl. That was in the show. Um, um, yeah. And... Um, so, wow, that's a long period of time to cut it down into a 50-minute, one-hour mm -hmm. uh, episode. Well, um, when they were going over it with me, By the way, I did not get paid for um, my time shooting the documentary. I, that was my first question that I asked. Them. I was like, yeah. will I be compensated? Because this is going to be a lot of time. And they said that that would, uh, that would take away the honest approach Bullshit. if I was being paid. Yeah. Bullshit. So it was... <laughs> that's not... No, 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 no. That's not cool. But they should again... They should have paid everybody for everything. Well, I've been on reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> you get paid. Again, though, I, I knew that this would be more advertising than yeah, I Yeah, no, exactly. Before, so I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> Make some noise. It helps. So. so, wow. So over that long a period of time... Now, at some point in time or during the time when you were doing this, did you ever regret getting involved like week three going really we're still doing this you know month three are we still doing this did you ever go uh, you know i'm kind of tired of doing this um i mean they were really great the producers i worked with were absolutely fantastic um i'm, I'm still friends with a couple of them today so i mean i was working with a great group of people um i didn't regret it on a like time commitment uh basis i i regretted it when one of the girls started going downhill and I couldn't control what she was doing on camera. Mm -hmm. That's when I regretted it. Cause I knew that as soon as this comes out, like 
you can't expect them not to use that footage. <laughs> you cannot expect them to lie for us. Like that did happen. You can't make it up. Um, so, I mean, I regretted it for that reason, but again, it's, I, I feel like it is in the end, like worth it for the, for just the marketing reasons. Sure. Now, how do you feel about how, now they took months worth of footage and cut it down into such a small amount. Um, how do you feel that you were portrayed in this? Do you think you were portrayed in a way that you felt was good for you? Did you feel comfortable with how you were portrayed? Um, I I think I was portrayed very positively. I, I appreciated that. Um, I'm not I'm not saying they they made me more look more positive than than I really am, but. Um, I will say I didn't appreciate them showing me looking at my phone while I was driving. That was unnecessary. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they kind of made it appear as though I'm against girls doing boy-girl. I didn't like that. Okay. Um, the girls that I was working with wanted to shoot solo and girl-girl, so that's what we focused on. But I think the producers may have thought I only wanted them to shoot that, which was not the case at all um obviously if they want to shoot boy girl i'm not going to stand in in front of them and say no that's terrible why would you ever do that that's immoral like um i I work in the porn industry if i had that mindset then i would be working in the wrong yeah (laughs) um let's see i i didn't like that they uh they made it appear as though i drink in order to work um, you know, it was just a comment at one point. I said that, you know, if I drink, it makes the night go faster. Like, I, I do drinking games on cam. Like, I'm being paid to drink. It's not like I'm doing five shots before I even log in. Like, sure. I make it fun. And most um, girls I know do. Yeah. It's, uh, well, and I mean. If I could drink at my job, I would. <laughs> exactly. I, I do drink at my job. And I do drugs, too. Like, what's the problem here? Like, really? <laughs> It just it makes it more fun. It makes it like a, like I'm a like, party. Mo, you know, like ha, like think about it. That like a decade or here, I've been doing this like half of that decade. I was think I was on coke. The whole you don't time. even remember. <laughs> it. I know. So it's like, what's the problem? What do you got a problem with that for? Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I saw the the part of, about the drinking, and I thought how it was edited together and how it would cut together. I was kind of like, wait a second. I didn't really ever pick that up on Bailey as no. you know as it being anything. <laughs> so um, I mean, are you upset that that's how it was done, or is it just kind of disappointed, or I mean, is it just something that you're able to walk away from and go, okay, that happened? And- well, I mean, the thing is, I I do drink on cam, okay. So I can't really sit here and say, oh my god, I can't believe they're making all this stuff up about me. I do drink on cam. I drink on cam often. <laughs> okay. So you know, I I could be upset about it, but it's. It is true. I do drink a lot on cam. I didn't appreciate the angle they took yes. when covering it, but I'm not going to sit here and, and be upset. It's a documentary. It's not a fair Did they deal, make it so. sound, because I haven't seen they, this. They made it sound But a it does not like you, you drank to do cam yeah. as yeah. opposed to drink. That's that's the problem is when yeah. they're going to insinuate the only way she does cam is because she, ha- she has well, to drink before she does it. And I have to, you know, consider this way, like maybe they did think that that's yeah. what I meant. Sure. Which I... I think might be the case it, 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 <laughs> it could definitely be a, it could come across that way what is your drink of choice um i love uh rum i, I like uh, vanilla rum oh um i do shots of it okay i'm judging you now oh you do <laughs> shots of vanilla rum i do rum? shots of vanilla oh. rum i do shots of jack okay oh. there we go i'm good with jack oh. but oh, i can't please everyone <laughs> no the other person does it. Oh. <laughs> um, tequila baby i can't drink tequila 
Oh my god, I have a hilarious. Ken story and about Barbie. The way oh no, hold on, hold on. Let's hear the tequila story. They're always good. I I, I have no tequila stories. Um, <laughs> so I took my friend out for her twenty first, and we had done a lot of shots of a lot of things like all night. And the last shot was a double of tequila, and I was sitting at the bar. The, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just I lost the ability to swallow. I was like, oh god, I vomited on the bar oh. and the bartender. Love but it. the tequila came out of my mouth in like a spray. Like it. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't drink tequila. I have a million tequila stories. <laughs> tequila was my drink of choice for a good 25 years. And, and um, at least a dozen times where I drank a whole bottle and just... You know, I always say, luckily I got pictures to remember it by, <laughs> but I wouldn't remember anything. I love tequila. Tequila was like getting drunk on tequila. That was such a, a just a unique experience. Getting drunk on anything else. Was Did it make your same. clothes fall off? I had, there was moments. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one, the worst moment was in Seattle. I was with a band, I won't name names, and we drank, I must have drank a, a, almost two bottles, like all night long, just drinking shots and bottles, just everything. And all I remember, I remember, and I was with my best friend, and all I remember is, Two things I remember about that night was somehow I got back to the hotel and I remember just puking all over the bathroom floor and I fell asleep on the bathroom floor on top of the puke and then waking up the next day and my friend who I was with from LA here, uh, a writer friend of mine, nowhere to be found. I couldn't find her for all of that the next day afternoon was trying to, her phone wouldn't pick up anything. Finally about four or five o'clock in there she calls me up going, oh my God, you know, I'm I'm at the drummer's house. I'm like, how did you end up there? She goes, I don't know. Jesus. It was like really, in Seattle. (laughs) <laughs> Very nice. Back to the back to the documentary. Um, now we um, it focused. It did focus. Uh, obviously, the episode focused a lot on you. You're you're the main character of mm-hmm. this story. Um, one of the other girls who uh, got focused on a lot. Um, obviously, it was because the story had gone downhill as it, as it as it went through. Do you? Th- do you think that it was, I mean, it made for an interesting episode, mm-hmm. but do you think based off of what you saw of the other stuff that was being filmed of all the other, do you think the episode could have been better if they would have not gone that angle, if they would have gone with some of the other stuff was shot? Well, the thing is, and the the biggest stressor for me was the blonde girl was supposed to be the other half of the episode, like mm-hmm. from the beginning. Um, I pick up two girls, they chose the blonde girl to be featured because we knew that she would get more work mm-hmm. between the two um we knew that she would be around longer and her story would be longer than the other girls um we didn't know about the the issues the drug issues that mm-hmm. kind of presented itself to us early on and <laughs> um you know the decision had already been made to feature her so then you see me trying to tell her no you can't you can't like do this no you can't do that and the footage um shown was actually some of the better footage Mom, oh, okay. that <laughs> that episode could have been much worse oh really so they could have gone way worse, worse. Um, I don't want to go into detail no, but no of course um <laughs> but is it is it in the episode am I going to watch this and see all this happen you're going to see a little bit, okay. But the the most damning footage was left out. Right. Thank God. Like they didn't have to do that, and they did. So I'm seeing this as a they decided to make the episode more entertaining, but they also had her reputation on the line. Like so, yeah. so they didn't show certain things. Um, 
I think it would have been much better if they had focused on Selena a lot more. Mm-hmm. I really wish they had finished her story because, I mean, she's still camming. I don't know if she's still shooting. I don't think she is. I, I know she left Matrix um, during the documentary, actually. Um, but, you know, she's still in the industry. She's still doing solo and girl, girl. Like, she's still owning her shit, you know. And um, if they had focused on that a little bit more. Uh, we had another, like, 10 minutes before they hit the hour mark. So they could have just added another 10 minutes of Selena, and it sure. would have been so much more positive. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, coming from inside the industry, watching these type of. Um, shows if you will um there you know there's other episodes i haven't made it all the way through mm-hmm. um i watched the first episode which was um you know about directors you know female I, I directors thought the first episode was so positive i thought it, it was, was very wonderful. positive that uh, was the one rashida actually worked on oh okay <laughs> I, I felt it was very positive and it was you know it was i mean it was in in a, in a sad way in some ways you you yeah. see holly randall talking about you know the, how the industry has changed and mm-hmm. you know budgets crashing and whether or not she could stay in and keep doing this i mean it's it's disappointing from my point of view being in the industry seeing this and going yeah you know we're all suffering from mm-hmm. this um but uh like i said i haven't i haven't made it all the way through everything but i, I made it to your episode and it was it, i i enjoyed seeing you what? on there i thought that was a is lot this of on netflix this is yeah. on netflix yes okay mm-hmm. um now um do you think overall i believe uh, for, coming from you this was a positive experience um yeah for me uh, overall it was positive obviously it wasn't completely positive of course not i don't think anything like this when you offer up yourself in a fashion like this Mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody wants to look back at themselves and going oh wait i did that question well i was gonna like he said was the positive experience i mean looking back would you go oh i shouldn't have done this or you know nothing nothing's perfect but like you you know i would definitely have done it yeah um I was gonna say something because I have friends. I have because I have friends who have done. I've had friends who's done reality shows, and some have regretted it, and some haven't. And um, it's it's a tricky thing. But I, what I always tell them is like when you go into doing them, I always say to everybody like, you know, just remember this is gonna no matter what you do and when you do it, just assume it's all gonna be on TV. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> and that's that's so true. And we had to sign waivers. Yeah. Like anything we posted on social media was up for grabs. Uh, the video that I showed John, like John and I already knew what was going on, but we had a choice. Um, the producers came to us with that video. Like here, you guys can just have a conversation with this video. That pretty much sums up everything that's going on and we'll leave out the other footage. Mm-hmm. So we definitely took that option. John already knew. He lives in the house with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> so that, we just decided that, you know, end it. Like, that was the last thing we dealt with. And then we moved on to other girls, which took forever. We filmed other girls for so long. Um, Jordan or uh, Lena, um, Lena Anderson, her name was Jordan in the, uh, in the documentary, but... Um, she was filmed quite a bit. I even filmed a, a four-girl orgy on the documentary with her in it, and they didn't include any of that. Like, she had a lot of camera time, and uh, I feel like that would have been another positive. That's going to be for season at. two. <laughs> now, you came across very much as a businesswoman in this, and mm-hmm. you gave some great advice. I mean, one of the things that I immediately remember is in the car is when you were talking about uh, the LLC. 
Oh, uh, okay. You know, where you, you need to do an LLC and the girl in the back goes, I don't even have my bank account. Should I do that while I'm here? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> um, so do you look at yourself stepping away from the documentary <laughs> side of things? Do you look at yourself in the industry as somebody that wants to educate um, up and coming talent or is it you because you're you, you are a cam girl. Um, you, you do that. That's your business. That's your day to day bread and you know meat mm-hmm. and potatoes that's what pays my rent type thing do you want to i mean do you want to look at mentoring or getting into some sort of area where you help out girls um, in how to get into the industry and what to do i would absolutely love to do that but only if i'm getting paid of course you know only if they want to do it and if i'm being paid because i was not compensated for the actual um you know information i gave or uh, time i put into giving that information um, and the girls didn't want to hear it. So, I mean, I'm pretty much just talking to a, a crowd of people that are just annoyed by my voice at that point. Like they, sure. they're just like, leave me alone. <laughs> and, um, you know, I get it. If, if I was, if I was 19 and I came out here to start a new career and I was making all this money, like, I wouldn't want someone telling me, Hey, you, you can't do drugs. Hey, you can't. I, <laughs> I, 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 Mo knows this about me, but I've been around this a long time and, 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 I've been around girls a long time and I've given them advice all the time. And that's why I created pornstarlifecoach.com was to give girls advice so that they do, as I always tell every girl, make educated, smart decisions. Don't believe anything, you know, do your homework, mm-hmm. ask around. Just yeah. because some agent tells you this is what everybody's doing, ask around, do your homework and be smart about the money. Save your money, save your money, save your money, save your money because it doesn't last forever. And and, and I, I get angry with girls when they just, what I always say to them, just just do your homework. Ask. Mm-hmm. Don't believe what everybody tells you. And they look at me like, oh, wow, I never thought about that. I go, yeah. <laughs> and then also, and I've had the issue where I'll tell girls that are 18 and 19 and 20 years old, this is what you need to do. And they just got like, they're typical little teenagers going, mm-hmm. uh-uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's, you know, I'm gonna, and you're just like, and then they, six months later, they come back, oh, I should have listened to you. I'm going, yeah, you should have. Um, but they have to learn. You can't make people do anything. You just you can give them all the advice in the world. You can tell them that the stove is hot and they shouldn't touch it, but they're still going to touch the stove and, and, and find out that it's hot. And it drives me crazy. Again, I've been around this a long time. Just just watching uh, people do exactly what you tell them not to do. Yeah, yeah I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> and, and and don't you just you, and you just you just go like but you and that the, I've had to I've had to learn a long time just to like let it go like. And I can't name names, like you can't name names, but I've told so many people, like, don't do this or don't do that or think about this or ask. And then they'll listen and they come back to me and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't have the time to tell you. I'm only, I'm telling you this because I care, not because I'm trying to beat you down or tell you something bad. And it's frustrating for me because there are a lot of smart girls and Mo knows them too. Like we, we meet these really smart, nice girls, but then people, they don't get, they use them and it mm-hmm. bums me out. It's one thing about the industry that bothers me. Well, and I think they wanted to showcase some of that. Yeah. And it is it is a part of the industry. Like, right. It's not a positive part, but it is a part, and we can't but that's totally part of, ignore it. Yeah, but that's also part of a lot of industries, period. Yeah. I mean, you go to the fashion world, go to the fashion world, and oh, models get probably used. even worse. Yeah, models get used, yeah. used there just as anywhere else. It's like, that's one thing I've said for years, being around every industry in the entertainment industry that I have, the one thing I love about the porn industry, the porn industry is upfront about what they're about. They're about mm-hmm. money and sex. Yeah. Music industry, film, television is about money and sex, but they hide it behind all the other things that they're trying to sell. And so it's like, let's be real. Let's be honest. It is about money and sex, but <laughs> but be smart. Mm-hmm. So if you could give one 
piece of advice to a new girl that was coming into the industry, what would that be? Just one? Just one. Um, stay within your comfort zone. Don't let anybody talk you into doing anything you're uncomfortable with, you know? Uh, can I give them two? Sure. <laughs> give them, go for it. <laughs> stay away from Mo. Make that fucking <laughs> LLC so you can save on your taxes. <laughs> it's a big percent yeah, difference. My, my, my advice to... <laughs> or an S-Corp. My advice to everybody, first rule I always tell everybody is if you don't listen, you don't learn. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, listen. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't listen, you can't learn. Yeah. So people, a lot of times, it. a lot of girls just don't. And I just, it, it, it's the thing I always say, you got to listen. You got to listen. doesn't mean you have to do what I say, but you better listen. <laughs> but uh, it's tricky. And I've seen, you know, there's a, I've, you know, I'm sure you have too. Like there's the cliche in every industry. There's the cliche. You meet the cliche girl who's got the drug problems and da da But the also, I know my friends are all smart, make more money than I'll ever see and are really smart about it and have saved and have invested and they're the smart girls. And mm-hmm. I always thought, those are the girls that like, I wish they would do more stories about. These girls that are smart about it, who do have LLCs and corporations and rule the world it was just a a chance it was just a chance that the people in the documentary were in the documentary like mm-hmm, it yeah. wasn't set up like yeah. i was the only one that was planned ahead of time like there yeah. was no way to avoid what happened but i am glad that they left out a lot of negative footage that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> very nice well bailey thank you so much for coming on and talking about this uh where can people find you out there on the interwebs well, thank you so much for having me back, Mo. Um, everyone can find me on Twitter. I'm at the Bailey Rain, and I'm on Instagram and Tumblr at bayray92, b-a-i-r-a-y-92, and I cam on myfreecams.com. Myfreecams.com. Not a pow- not a proud sponsor of More with Mo, but maybe they should be. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. um, Mr. Avery, where can uh, people find you? Um, they can find me um, at Starbucks. At Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting a venti they, vanilla latte with I shit you not. I bought it this morning. Fifteen one five pumps of vanilla. It's oh God. fucking insane. <laughs> well, my name is Maurice. This has been More with Mo. You can find me on Twitter at Mo Triple X or Mox as some people like to call me. On Instagram, I'm the Average Mo. And you can check out sorts of photos, videos, and listen to this show on my blog, theaveragemo.com. Thanks for listening. Ah.